You are now listening to Mike's Opinion, Logic Unleashed. That's right, Logic Unleashed. You are now listening to the Mike's Opinion Podcast. Thank you so much for listening. I truly appreciate you. How are you doing? You know I always want to know how you're doing. I hope you're doing alright. I hope my voice is reaching you in a good state. I hope you're doing fine. Labor Day is over. Now comes winter and the holiday season. Are you ready? Are you ready to do some shop to your drop? Because surprisingly, not surprisingly, gas prices are going to go down. Food prices are going to go down. You want to know why? Because they want us to spend money. They want us to spend money on retail and all the online shopping places. So yes, it's funny how that happens. Huh? Summertime, they take our money. Wintertime, they give it back. Sort of. Who's they, you might ask? You know who they are, but we're not talking about today. Today, we're not talking about that today. Today, we're talking about elections. It's going to be a brief episode. I know I say that a lot of times and it ends up going on and on and on. But truly, I really only want to say one central thing. But as you know, I digress all the time. But I really do hope you're doing all right. So, elections. I, as you all know, well, those that follow me know, and thank you for doing so. And if you're new, if you're just listening for the first time, I appreciate you too. I hope you stay. But to my first time and my long time listeners, I truly appreciate you. I always ask you to support the show and I'm going to do the same right now. Please support the show. Like, share, comment, subscribe, rate, do all of that stuff. It really helps the show grow. I need your help. It's, it's, I need your support. It's just really that simple. And I need new equipment. I have a GoFundMe link out there. If you can, if you can afford to support the show financially, it would be greatly appreciated. So I, I would greatly appreciate your support. But elections, I, I don't see how for the foreseeable future, they're not going to be bona fide clown shows. Just look at the last couple. I see every auction being contested, the losers not bowing out gracefully and offering a, a you know a condolence speech, if you will, and saying, I concede, a concession speech is what I was looking for. I concede, you win. No, no, because as... My regular listeners know I'm, you know, I'm long in the tooth. I'm, I'm midway to a, a century, a little over that actually. And I remember elections prior to electronic voting. Prior. Were they fair then? Who knows? What I do know, let me rephrase that. What I strongly speculate, I'll even go far as to say hypothesize, 
which is an educated guess, is that at almost every level, level uh, uh, local, state, and federal, it really depends on who has the best hackers. Now, hear me out, because I don't want you to lose faith in our democracy. I was about to say, like I have. And even though I vote, and I don't vote because I think my vote counts. I don't vote so I can fuss and bitch and moan about the current state of, you know, government and political affairs. Nope. There's only one reason I vote. And that is out of respect for those who sacrifice their blood, sweat, tears, and lives. So me as a black man has the capability to vote. The right to vote. I honor those that came before me that fought so we can just have the right. Black people can have the right. Women can have the right to vote. That's the only reason I vote. Is to honor those people. I I really don't think it matters. Because a real hacker, a really good hacker, or even a great hacker, you'll never know they were in there. You'll never know they were in your system. They go, do whatever business they came to do, whether it's obtaining information, just snooping around, uh, causing a virus, uh, or inserting some kind of virus. It's a hacker's world. If you don't know that, it most definitely is a hacker's world. So, the hackers that can get in undetected, and it's a matter of just flipping a vote, right? To whatever party the hacker that, who, that hired the hacker. So, whoever has the best hackers and electronic and digital forensics, do you know anything about that? Like, if somebody gave you a computer and said, hey, find out if this was hacked, was hacked, where would you start? Hmm? Where do you get into the forensics of a hard drive or the internet connectivity to tell and find out if something had been tampered with? Okay? Check online. There are many places you can find many articles, information, videos on suspected invasions of voting machines and other things. And if any of you have ever been a victim of, you know, spyware, ransomware, a virus, anything like that, first of all, I'm sorry to hear that. And two, it, it's happening. It's going to continue to happen. Now, I want you to understand something. You say, Michael, Mike, this healthy dose of skepticism, where does it come from? How do you say you don't believe in the voting system? Well, hackers have infiltrated the FBI, the CIA, the Department of Defense, cities, municipalities, state, offices. So these are very well protected networks seemingly. I do not believe there is an encryption that can't be broken. 
a firewall that can't be um, infiltrated or anything online or computer system that cannot be accessed. Particularly if you are connected online to what we call the World Wide Web. The Internet. The second you're connected, you're vulnerable. Now we all take precautions, right? We all do. But these electronic voting machines at some point have to be connected to upload their information or even download the information, right? Now, you can still be hacked even if you are not connected to the internet. Most of the time, somebody has to get physical access to the machine. And if you've been following any of the news regarding the political arena, then you know from fake electors to um, uh, people that work in the whole election ecosystem, there is a fervor of mania to get the former president back in office. And as uh, our current president, President Biden, said, the MAGA Republicans are horrible for democracy. You know, MAGA, Make America Great Again, which is always for any black person, especially this black person, is like, how was America ever great for African Americans or for black people? It's still not. Yes, supposedly we have more opportunity. But if recent indications, and I I could go down the list of barrage of what it's like to live in this skin, but there have been several instances lately of black couples or black families wanting to get their home appraised and the appraisal coming in hundreds of thousands of dollars less. Then that black family takes all indications of them being black, ask a white friend to get it appraised, and it appraised for hundreds of millions, excuse me, hundreds of thousands of dollars higher. And even in two cases, I've read a million or so dollars higher. My point to say all of that is these people that want to make America great again are 99.999% white. There are some others of color that have joined the bandwagon. But this really isn't a race issue. Excuse me, a race episode. Elections is the subject, but it's it's really hard not to, to think about these people that are claiming the election was stolen when after the forensic work was done and the recounts were done, it was shown that Biden won fair and square. Now, I'm about to say something that may shock some of you based on the aforementioned 
10 minutes of this episode. I think it's also possible maybe the election was stolen from Trump. And you go, oh, Mike, how could you possibly say that? Because if I believe whoever has the best hackers are the ones that win the elections these days, it would be irresponsible and I would be remiss not to think that it happens on both sides. Okay? Now, being a black man, born and raised in New York, in abject poverty, I tend to relate to people that seemingly have the poor person's interest at heart. Seemingly, it's been the Democrats. In actuality, it's been none of them. Now, a lot of people will say, yo, look, when Trump was in office, I had money in my pocket. But it was just the timing, right? He had to approve pandemic funds, whatever, whatever. You know, so I want to be perfect clear I have no faith and subscribe to neither party and that includes independents as well Democrats aka liberals Republicans aka conservatives and the independent I think they're all part of one big problem the red tape, the mountains of paperwork, the bureaucracy of our entire government system is fundamentally flawed. Now, in theory, it seems wonderful, right? We the people choose and elect the person to represent us. But that's not the case. Hasn't been the case for a long, long time. Right now, anybody can donate almost as much as they want. Corporations can donate. You know, you, you've got the whole political system that it's, it's just flawed. As far as I see it, this is Mike. This is the Mike's Opinion Podcast. And that's the way that I see it. Now, have you ever tried to meet? With your mayor, with your governor, with your state representative. Huh? I'm not even going to go higher than that because trying to get an audience with the president is virtually impossible unless you are highly influential or rich. Now, that was different when Barack Obama was in office. Barack had Black Lives Matter. Barack visited federal prison. You know, Barack came from the streets. You know? He was a community community activist, community organizer. So that's who he was, seemingly, right? He got two terms. May have had a third if he would have been legally able to run again, but two terms is the limit, right? So I want to know who you think 
is going to win the next presidential election. I'm not talking about the midterms just coming up in November. I'm talking about the presidential election. Trump will probably run again if he can avoid indictment. Of course, you know, the FBI raided Mar-a-Lago, which is his primary residence, found all his top secret stuff. He just got a special master, which may save his ass because the DOJ can't do anything with those documents right now. Surely they're going to appeal. But let's just imagine for a moment. Let's hypothesize for a moment. Now, we saw what happened on January 6th. The fallout from that is happening. Many are being or have been indicted. Many have been sentenced that participated in the January 6th riot slash insurrection, whatever you want to call that day, the actions of the people of that day. But let's just imagine it's 2024, presidential election. I am hoping that the Democrats can find somebody a little more charismatic, a little younger, a lot younger, let's just be honest, and um, that will come out of the, the, the shadows and, you know, give us a someone with vitality to represent our nation. Because I don't like talking bad about people. I really don't. But Biden just looks like he's about to pass out or fall over any time. He's 80, feeble. I'm not sure if his mental capacity is on there. And he represents, he makes the, to me, he makes the U.S. seem weak. His vice president, our vice president, I don't think she's the right choice for president either. Now, unless she's just playing the role, but she seems like she's having enough trouble just maintaining the VP aspect. Now, I don't know what she's doing behind the scenes. A lot of the media that's out there make her seem like she's high or drunk or tired or just just mentally disorganized. A lot of it hasn't been favorable. But she got to that point for a reason. So I can only give her the benefit of the doubt that she is capable and competent. But look, Russia is known for throwing people out of windows, the Russian government poisoning people, allegedly. Who's to say that the same thing isn't happening here? Let's say there's some Trumper that works in the kitchen at the White House. It's like, oh, this is Kamala's? Okay, okay. Slipping a little something in there. You know? I'm speculating, of course. But back to us imagining. Let's say Trump runs against whoever. Trump is the Republican nominee. We get a Democratic nominee. Of course, the debates are going to be ridiculous. You know, it's all entertainment now, right? Who's going to say the most outlandish shit? Who's going to do the dumbest, stupidest, most crass stuff, right? And then... He runs and doesn't win. What do you think is going to happen? Huh? 
What do you think is going to happen? What? What was that? You want to know what I think? First of all, shoot me an email, mikesopinionshow at gmail.com. Let me know what you think is going to happen if Trump runs in 2024 and he loses. I would love to hear what you think may happen. I'm not even going to say what I'm going to think will happen. I want, I want to know what you're going to say. Because I just don't, I'll, I'll put it like this. I'm not going to go into any specifics. I will just say this. It's not going to be good. I do not see a concession speech coming from Trump, the Trump camp, or any of his fans. Because the country is clearly divided. And there are people that want to make this country revert back to the days of old. And I would even dare say, you know, Roe v. Wade got reversed. Never thought that would happen. But the Trump appointed justices got it done. They got it done. There are people out there that want to see the civil rights movement reversed. Slavery reversed. Women's rights reversed. And a slew of other things that make it so a certain race of males continue to control this country. I don't know. Is the cat out of the bag? Can that ever go backwards? Like, what would happen if that happened? Like, when Roe v. Wade happened, you know, it was reversed, and now abortion is legal in mostly southern states and some other states. There are some states that have fought back, and abortion is still legal. And you can listen to an episode about abortion. I'm not a fan of it, but I think some people should have the right. I'm pro-choice in that matter. I never want to kill a baby, but it's not my business. A woman has to live with that choice. Okay, It's her choice. It's not mine. It shouldn't be anybody else's. There shouldn't be any law that should tell anybody what they can and cannot do with their body. Okay? So, there is speculation by very articulate, I hate saying it, a very well-spoken and a doctor who is a history teacher down in Austin, happens to be black, but he said we're going under a third reconstruction right now. And I, I'm saying, hey, that might be true. And let me see if I can uh, quickly find his name. Uh, Peniel Joseph. Is the doctor's name. Dr. Peniel Joseph. Um, He's got some interesting stuff. To say about it. You know. But make no mistake. The Trump. Effect. Trump influence. Is still here. For instance. Um. In Massachusetts, the Trump-backed candidate is going to be uh, 
running for governor against a Democratic candidate who happens to be the Attorney General. But a lot of these Trump-backed candidates are winning these primaries. And they're going to be on the ballot in November for these state offices and and other offices in the political arena. So it's, it's, it's difficult for me not to simplify things. You know, when you're doing math, particularly with fractions, you've got to reduce things down to the lowest common denominator. Simplification. And when I look at the history of this United States, it is clear to me that it comes down to two very basic things. Good and evil. Good and evil. Just those two things. Current President Biden just forgave a bunch of student loan. $10,000... And I forgot what the uh, specifics were of that. But people are in an uproar. And once again, I'm empathetic. I get it on both sides. However, well, just let me tell you, those both sides. Some people are joyous and happy. Other people, mostly those that have already paid off their student loans, feeling some kind of way about it. Like, why didn't I get this? Well, it's unfortunate that it didn't happen for you. But instead of being livid in that, how about saying yay for those that are getting some kind of break? Hmm? Some kind of forgiveness. Now, some of the critics say, hey, you knew what it was when you took out a loan. But this whole system is designed for us to be labor force, right? Keep us in debt, keep us controlled, so we can be the labor force for those that are in control. Those families that have been in control for a long, long time. I don't want you to lose faith completely after listening to this episode. These are my thoughts, my hypothesis, my opinion. And just because, or even because, I do not have much actual faith in the system of elections, I still vote. And I told you why. I still vote. And I encourage you to do the same. Just in case I'm wrong. Maybe there are no hackers infiltrating the election, the voting systems. Maybe there are no hackers influencing us on social media, trying to sway the way we think about one candidate or another. Maybe there are those out there that want one group of people 
to continue to control. Maybe both parties are kumbaya parties and they just want what's best for all Americans. All 330 plus million of us that reside here in this great state of America, country of America. I'm sorry, that was terribly sarcastic because that's what some of them sound like. Want to make America great again. America! Let me tell you something. I'm not a racist in any sense of the word. I have friends that I care for in every color, including white, Asian, Indian, Middle Eastern, Latino, black. As the deceased Reverend Dr. Martin Luther King said, you know, I do judge someone by the content of their character, not the color of their skin. But more importantly, I make my determinations not on what somebody says. I look at what people do. I look at what people do, not what they say. And that's the way I live. Because your actions will truly reflect. You can talk blah, blah, blah all day about what you're going to do, what you want to do, how you feel, what you think about black people, what you think about white people, blah, 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 blah. What you do. I love to see interviews where people say, well, I'm not, I'm not racist at all. And if a black person says that, I say, well, do you have any white friends? If a white person says that, I say, well, do you have any black friends? And they start stuttering. Uh, uh, well, yeah, I, I, I talk to the black guy at work. <laughs> you know? Hey. This human experience on this planet we call Earth is not utopian. It is not Shangri-La. It is not a peaceful and stressless life. A lot of us that were Native Americans, meaning we were born here, inherited its history and its current state. And we can all change it today. Right now. If everyone listens to the Mike's Opinion Podcast, <laughs> well, maybe. But if we all put empathy, caring, and love in our hearts, but there are those that are addicted to power. There are those that are addicted to money. There are those that lust for material things that do not feel comfortable. Listen, listen closely. There are those that do not feel comfortable Unless they are in control. It's the power that is their elixir. The power that is their aphrodisiac. The power that is their addiction. They will do anything to get it. And for some, they discount, disrespect, 
and just ignore an entire slew of people, whole entire races of people they give zero fucks about. They don't even see him as human. It's not just a history thing. It's a current thing. They just can't say it in public as much anymore. But that seems to be making a comeback. I don't have all the answers. I don't even have all the questions, y'all. But when it comes to elections, I say vote, but keep your eyes open. If you want to, get involved. They need people at all levels of the elect, uh, election process. Volunteer. Help out. But I know lots of us want nothing to do with it. I being one of them. Sadly. I don't know how nothing to do with it. I sat on the board of directors for a local nonprofit, and um, I believe I was being nudged towards getting involved in the local political scene. And I quickly and expeditiously extinguished any possibility of that. It's not for me. Maybe it's for you, though. Perhaps. Perhaps. Let's hope for good, clean, honest elections. Let's hope we get candidates who can find a way to fundamentally change America for the good. For the betterment of all of us. So we can all just get along. Thank you for listening today. I really, really appreciate you. As always, I ask again, please support the show, please. Don't forget, it matters. It matters. Take a moment right now. Like, share, um, follow, subscribe, comment, get involved. Give me your feedback. Show at gmail.com. Hit me up on any of the socials out there. If you got a buck or two or five or a thousand sitting around, support the show. I need new equipment. I need to advertise. Even in kind, if you got some equipment you want to send to me, tell a friend, tell a friend to tell a friend, and please help the show grow. Any support of any kind is greatly appreciated. Truly. And I hope you're doing okay. I really do hope you are doing okay out there. I'm Mike. This is the Mike's Opinion Podcast. Thank you so much for listening. Thank you so much for listening to Mike's opinion. Logic Unleashed. Unleashed.